Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. I'm not limited to software, so I was just sitting here telling the Lord, forgive me for, um, you know, my inability to give up on things. Welcome, y'all, this morning. Welcome. We in the game, and we in the game strong. And guess what? We only have a little bit of time. So I want to start this morning with the confession and prayer. Our Bill Winston, we're getting right into it this morning. Um, I'm, I'm here, and I'm not going to let this get me because I've seen God pull off what he needs to pull off immediately for us. So let's get in on this word this morning. Let's go ahead and start with our Bill Winston confession. My normal software is not. What's up? Hey, y'all. Hey, Instagram fam. Hey, Facebook fam. We're in this thing. We're not in this thing long. Hey, my JoyNet fam this morning. Um, I don't know. Nothing was working when I came in this morning. My software wouldn't work. My board wasn't working but guess what i'm working <laughs> i'm working it doesn't i'm working right now so let's go on and do our confession let's get our prayer and i want to share with you a little bit more that i need to share with you about shame this morning and then we're going to keep watching uh we're going to keep watching the move of god in our lives so we decree i decree from this moment forth that i see myself the way god sees me i'm highly favored of the lord i'm crowned with glory and honor i'm the righteous of god in christ jesus i'm reigning as a king in life through the one man jesus christ the messiah now in jesus name i declare by faith that i walk in divine favor i have preferential treatment and supernatural increase I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasure forevermore. The doors are not open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my Father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to Him. I'm the object of His affection. I am the apple of His eye. I am blessed and highly favored of the lord in jesus name amen if you guys are just logging in do me a favor sorry a little bit late had some tech issues going on this morning drop the video share it put it in someone else's hand we're going to get right into the word of the lord if you're subscribed to the website you'll get all the announcements for today you guys remember we're feeding the streets this saturday so if you know a family or someone that needs a meal from 12 to 2 1701 scott street will be there we're going to be feeding people. We're going to be out there ministering to people. We're just going to be loving on people. If you don't have the Bill Winston confession, get subscribed to the website so you can get that email. It comes out daily. Get subscribed to the website anyway. Follow us everywhere. Get on the YouTube channel. Get connected and watch God, what God does for you. Can I tell you something? The power of God is moving in the lives of all of us that have been connected. We're watching God. We're feeling God. If you missed 
our session last night on how to get your mojo back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God just gave us a word. God just showed us how to maximize our potential in him and how to focus on our purpose. And we lose our mojo when we're not focused on our purpose. So if you missed that, thank you, Melissa. If you missed that last night, I hate that you missed that that video is gonna probably come available later that was a free teaching go to the launch pad don't miss anything else go get the book the launch don't miss anything else don't let the enemy give you an excuse of why you shouldn't be connected or why you only need a little bit of God or why you shouldn't be pursuing your purpose at the capacity that you are. I promise you, God met us and gave us practical application for doing what we needed to do. And I'm super excited. Now, we have been talking about the woman with the issue of blood and we've been dealing with her and it's been such a powerful study. And if you've missed it, go back next week and catch it and then get back to where we are. It's just been so power. God has been giving us so much re revelation. Do you know what happens after revelation? Then there comes manifestation when you chew on something and sometimes we don't give ourselves enough opportunity or time in the word or time with God for things to manifest and come into full essence of what it's supposed to in our life so make sure you understand that some of this stuff is going to take time and so we were dealing with the woman of the issue of blood and I'm going to pray for you at the end of this. We were dealing with, okay, hold on, let me pause. Let me, let me invite the Holy Spirit in. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this word on this morning. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your glory. I thank you for the people of God this morning, that the eyes, that the scales are being removed from their eyes, that they have a heart to hear, and that they are coming into the fullness and the essence of who you are in their lives in Christ Jesus. I thank you, Father God, this morning for establishing their righteousness. I thank you, Father God, for establishing their peace. I thank you, Father God, that they're rooted and grounded in love. I thank you, Father God, that they're in your presence. I thank you that the power of the Holy Ghost is manifesting in their lives. I thank you, Father God, for the sweet, sweet spirit of Jesus. I thank you for the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for your holiness. Give us your holiness, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for just inhabiting the praises of your people. We thank you, Father God, for going before us. We thank you for the ministering angels in us and all around us. We thank you, Father God, for your divine presence. We thank you, Father God, for teaching us how to break protocol. We thank you, Father God, for teaching us how to throw off religious ordinance. We thank you, Father God, for who you are. We thank you for bringing us into the full essence, Lord God. We thank you for maximizing our capacity, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for allowing us to experience opulence, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for for your joy. We thank you for every opportunity and we thank you Father God for momentum in you through Christ Jesus for establishing us and repurposing us for your glory. Father God, show us your glory, my God. Let your glory manifest in our lives today, my God. Let the presence of the Holy Ghost go before us today, my God. Let your presence be upon your people. Let your glory be upon your people, my God, so a change can come. Divine encounters, my God. Inhabit the praises of your people. Go before us today, Yahweh. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen.
In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let my God, my God, my God. You needed to know what Mojo was. If you knew, you would have you heard it in there. What's up, Akron, Ohio? How y'all doing this morning? So let me just share with y'all a little bit more on shame. Uh, we were talking about shame. And if you know anybody that's been struggling with shame or you um, struggle with shame, and I showed you, shared you a little bit of my testimony yesterday and how the enemy had been trying to use my shame my past, things from my past to keep me from walking in the fullness. And I told you yesterday that the, that shame even sat at the table with me, that the enemy used a person of authority in my life to sit at the table with me and to tell me, you know what? You're never going to get married because you had two kids out of wedlock. Nobody is ever going to want you. I don't know that you're ever going to experience any of the things that you're supposed to experience in your life. That's what shame was speaking to me. And I, I'm pretty sure that the woman with the issue of blood was dealing with this same kind of shame. She was dealing with this same kind of shame. She was in this same kind of position where her past was speaking to her, where her past was trying to prevent her from coming in the fullness of who she was. See, when, when you ain't never been through nothing, my God, when you ain't never experienced nothing, when you ain't never did nothing, when you ain't never had no problems, when you ain't never had no issues, when you ain't never had no guilt, you may not understand what I'm talking about. But I just ask you to hold on just for a moment so that you can get the revelation of what the Holy Ghost is trying to deal with. Because if he can remove, you remember when Mary, Mary sung shackles on our feet, shackles, usually we're shackled in shame. If he can remove the shackle of shame from your life, any area of your life, any bad decision you made, anytime that you didn't set God as number one in precedent, if he can remove the shackles of shame from your life, then I promise you will see the glory and power of God moving your life. So I, I love psychology because it, it tends to explain a lot of our behavior when we do a thing. So let me just share. I told you yesterday, shame is an unpleasant, self-conscious emotion, typically associated with a negative evaluation of the self. And it causes withdrawal motivations, feelings of distress, exposure, fear of exposure. It causes you to mistrust people. It gives you powerlessness and worthlessness. Shame is also a shaper of your symptoms. Shame creates a false sense a false sense of self and it keeps you from where you cannot be real. It creates these nasty behaviors that you'll regret later. If you're experiencing repressed shame, you'll start substituting repressed shame with other emotions, right? Like anger, anger, rage, depression, anxiety, internal tension you'll experience. If you have shame, you'll be critical, overly critical of other people. You'll always have something to say about somebody else. Um, you'll have, um, you'll be hating or using that term on people. You'll always be in a place where something is never enough. Shame, shame has these regressed emotions. Other defenses of shame include macho behavior, intellectual intellectualization, shutting down feelings. You're not allowing yourself to feel, right? Controlling, blaming, criticizing, thinking you're superior to others are common defenses that we put in place to avoid shame. What it also leads to is other behaviors like alcohol, substance abuse, addictive behavior, sexual addictions. All of those are probably indicators of shame. Drunken behavior 
however, tends to cause more shame. Shame is also a result of cycles or an indicator that we have cycles. The enemy is not interested in you breaking any cycles. So if he knows that you've done something and you're shamed and it leads to guilt, then what happens next is as the shame is there, it'll have you in a perpetual increasing cycle my God, in which you're dealing or living or leading in those same behaviors that you've been living in for a long time. And it's easier for you to stay attached to those behaviors than it is to deal with your shame. The enemy does not want you to deal with whatever that incident, whatever that moment is, whatever caused that shame. And so you'll put yourself in a place where you won't tell your truth when your truth is the thing that's going to set you free. When your truth is the thing that's going to set you free. And so shame has a cycle to it. Um, it has a, a habit to it. And so shame leads to have Shame will have you stunting. Come on, Roshanda, that's it. Shame will have you making decisions based on others' opinions. You won't live for God at the capacity that you need to because you always feel like shame is going to be the thing that sets you in motion or shame is going to be the thing that comes out. That it, that it'll have you in a position where you think you're going to always be exposed. That's why I tell people I tell my own truth. This next book that's coming out is going to be a lot more of my truth. It's going to be my spiritual journey and my truth. And I'm going to expose some things that'll help you hopefully get rid of your shame. Shame will belittle you. Shame keeps you constantly under attack, right? You're going to always be in this hormonal rage when you're dealing with shame. You're going to be up one day, down the other, up one day, down the other, because what comes from shame is also what the enemy does when shame is set in. That's, can I tell you something? That's why when people tell you sin doesn't matter, sin matters, sin matters right? It's sin matters. You're not supposed to be consumed with sin. You're supposed to be consumed with righteousness, but sin matters. And here is why sin matters or not dealing with the reality of your situation matters. And here is why, even if it's something you didn't cause, not being real, real about your situation matters. And the reason that it matters is because when you can't be forthcoming and deal with it, the enemy is going to spew condemnation. He is the father of lies and he's going to lie to you about everything. So your marriage might have an issue. My God, your marriage might have an issue. And if you keep lying and fronting and pretending your marriage is okay, I'm not talking about standing in faith, but pretending your marriage is okay when you know your marriage is not okay, instead of going to get some help, shame will have you living this falsehood. But can I tell you something? The enemy loves to expose what ain't true. He loves to expose what ain't true. So whatever lie you're living, fronting, pretending, putting in place. The enemy loves to expose. If your kids, if you lying about your kids and your kids ain't A100 doing all this great stuff, the enemy gonna expose it. The enemy gonna expose it. If you can't be truthful and be like, my kids are struggling, my marriage is struggling, my life is struggling, my finances are struggling, the enemy is gonna come to expose it. And the reason he comes to expose it is because he knows you're living in shame. He knows your shame about whatever state you're in. And I know 
that this woman woman for 13 years was shamed because people probably ostracized her. People probably talked about her. People probably dealt with her in a certain way. And because people handled her and because she didn't know how to live above the voices of people, I'm pretty sure there was a struggle. But I love what this scripture says next. My God. And I'm going to give you a strategy to deal with shame. And I'm going to give you some scriptures to deal with shame. And I'm going to release some things this morning on your righteousness. The way that you deal with shame is that you understand your righteousness and who you are in Christ Jesus. She came in contact and I love what it says. It says she had heard about Jesus. <laughs> she had heard about Jesus. So she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe. And this is Mark 5, 27. She said, I will be healed. She heard about Jesus. And this morning, I need you to hear what Jesus is saying to you. You are the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. You do not have to be shackled to shame. Because can I tell you something? Say you're a person and you've been married and divorced multiple times. Shame will have you thinking you can't get married again. Shame will have you thinking you shouldn't try to have any more kids. Shame will have you thinking you can't go for your big dream. Shame had me thinking I couldn't be used in ministry. Shame had me thinking I couldn't be used in ministry. Shame will have you looking at credentials. My God, shame will have you focused on credentials, thinking about credentials when God is telling you the call on your life is greater than your credentials. The call on your life is greater than what they said. The call on your life is greater than the people that you're connected to. The call on your life is greater than your current situation. I've purposed for you for something bigger than those past mistakes, those secret sins, the person that molested you, that moment that happened in your life that degraded you. You, the abuse, the alcoholism, the drug. I've purposed you greater than that. I'm here to restore your glory. I'm here. You, I'm here to bring you into fullness. When she got a revelation of who Jesus was, my God, it said not that she was healed, but it said that she was made whole. My God, my God, it said that she was made whole. It said that she came into the fullness of who she was. She got an understanding of who Christ Jesus was and how this one man could change her life forever. And that's my thing to you this morning. I need you to get a revelation of who Christ Jesus was so he can change your life forever. He's the only one that can. He's the only one that can change your life forever. He's the only one that can change your life. She got a revelation. She got, you did, right, Rashonda. That's the problem. A lot of times the enemy will have us so sought out on where we were, but we didn't even understand our righteousness. We didn't even know who God was. We didn't even understand the fullness. We had been taught so much religion that we didn't even experience the fullness or understand who God is. So now as I'm coming into revelation, guess what happens? Manifestation. Now that I understand my righteousness, I'm going to refuse to allow the enemy to talk to me about my shame anymore. Shame will have you there was a song that used to be out saying you ain't got a lot to kick it shame will have you lying to kick it instead of you going before the lord lives for your transparency the lord lives for your transparency he loves for you to be honest with him because he knows once you become honest with him you can go he can go to work he knows once you become honest with him once you say father here i am broken jacked up messed up i don't have the strength for this i don't know how to do this i don't understand this i don't get this 
this, but I know without a doubt, I need Jesus. My God, I don't have the capacity for this, but I know without a doubt, I need Jesus. And so Jesus, I'm inviting you in. Holiness, come in. Reveal your purpose. Reveal your glory to me so that I can get out of this funky feeling of shame and walk into the fullness of who you are. If you are dealing with shame, there is no, Romans 8 and 1, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. That is not of God. That is the enemy lying and he is the accuser of the brother. I have two, I want to I confess these one or two scriptures and I'm going to put them on the wall today. And if you are a person that's been dealing with shame, I want this word to get in you so that Jesus can come in and take over your shame. One, it says God's word is alive. It is alive in me. God speaks to me through his word. He gives me revelation through his word. I accept his word as though the Lord Jesus Christ himself were in person speaking to me and I act upon it accordingly. Hebrews 4 and 12. God's word is true. I believe God. I walk in the light of what the word says because the word of God is speaking to me today. Psalms 119 and 105. And I believe God. I act upon his word. Then he watches over his word to perform it in my life. Jeremiah 1 and 12, Isaiah 55 and 11. I'm going to drop these on the wall today. Get those, position yourself in those and let those scriptures get in you so that shame will stop talking to you. My God, shame should not be talking to you louder than your purpose. Shame cannot be talking to you. So when shame starts talking to you, you got to start prophesying to your purpose. You got to start prophesying back to God. You got to start reminding yourself, I'm the righteousness of God. I'm an heir to the throne. I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost and I'm purpose driven and I will fulfill my destiny. I'm the head. I'm not the tail. I'm above. I'm a not beneath. I'm a lender to many nations. I'm a borrower of none. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. No sickness, no disease. My God shall come to my dwelling. I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed coming out. My hands are blessed and everywhere I go shall prosper. You got to start speaking to your shame so that you can walk in the fullness of who you are. Guess what? I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. It's time. I love y'all. I apologize. But I think that was enough. Enough for you to take and run with it today. I'll see you guys back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Invite somebody to come in. Chew on the nuggets today. Check the wall for the scriptures. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.